10 to 1, episode 19. Top 10 Memories. Welcome to 10 to 1, a podcast where we make top 10 lists about everything. I'm Brian Kozer. And I'm Melissa Kozer. Hey everybody, before we get to today's episode, I have a small item of business to take care of. So I am a big professional football fan. That's American football, not uh, European football or soccer. Big NFL fan, as is our friend Ben DeBono over at the Sci-Fi Christian Podcast. And a couple weeks ago, my favorite team, the Philadelphia Eagles, were scheduled to play Ben's favorite team, the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, so just a little bit information for you if you're not following professional football. Both teams are having a really good year this year. The, uh, the Minnesota Vikings were undefeated at the time that we made the bet. The Eagles were having a really good season. Uh, right after we made the bet, they uh, lost the game to a team they should have beat. But both teams still playing really well, and we both expected it to be a good game. So we made a friendly wager, and the stakes were the person whose team lost would have to sing the fight song for the opposing team. And it was a bad game. It was sloppy. It was ugly. There's a lot of mistakes made, but the Philadelphia Eagles did come out on top. And so I have a recording that was originally played on the Sci-Fi Christian podcast, of Mr. Ben DeBono holding up his end of the wager. One, two, ready, go. Fly, eagles, fly, on the road to victory. Fly, eagles, fly, score a touchdown, one, two, three. That's wrong. Hit them low, hit them high, and watch our eagles fly. Fly, fly, eagles, fly. On the road to victory. E-A-G-L-E-S. Eagles. Eagles. Why did you say S twice? I was starting to sing the Vikings one, like V-I-K-I, and you need, like, they were short of letters. E-A-G-L-E-S. Guess what? Wait, let me try that. The Eagles, If when they score a touchdown, they think they only get three points. Score a touchdown. One, two, three. That's a field goal. Yeah. That's pathetic. I wish they'd only gotten three points. I... That was such a bad game. We should have won that game. You know what? Sometimes bad things happen to good people. (laughs) All right. That was Ben and his co-host Matt, also a Vikings fan, and supporting his friend Ben there. Thanks, guys, for being such good sports. Uh, That was a lot of fun. And if you thought that that was cheesy, just be glad that you didn't have to hear me singing the Minnesota Vikings fight song, which, trust me, is far, far worse. All right. Let's get back to today's episode. Hope you enjoy it. I've lived a pretty good life. I would say it's been a wonderful life, (laughs) and I've got a lot of good memories, but these top 10 are the ones that always bring a tender smile to my face. (laughs) Frankly, anything that I remember these days is a good memory, basically, (laughs) because I've just been forgetting so much, but (laughs) I hope I never lose these top 10 memories. So why don't you hit us with your number 10, Brian? Okay, well, mine... I didn't just pick the 10 things that I remember or that I like remembering most, like what you did, I think. Instead, I kind of tried to spread them out a little bit. Hmm. So that way I would have some memories from growing up, some memories from more recently. Hmm. So I didn't want it to just be, you know, 
Just okay. all of our married Ten. life. That's right. the best part of your <laughs> life, right? <laughs> of course, every every time of life has been better than the previous time. So. I will agree with that. Yeah. So, uh, Although, mine are spread out some, and it's just in chronological order. I'm just okay. going to tell you ten. Ten memories that I enjoy looking back on from my life. What were you going to say? I was going to say, I don't think I have any memories from early in my childhood, but I had some really good memories. Mm. And, you know, each each part of life was really good at the time. Yeah. No, yeah. All right. So let's start with my number ten. So... Uh, for a time, we lived in Japan. My dad was in the military. So picture yourself there in Japan. It's a snowy day, Saturday. Snow gently falling from the sky. Last football game of the season. I was playing flag football. I was probably six or seven, I'm guessing. And played flag football for the first time. And uh, had a lot of fun. Just played, I think, lineman the whole year, which you don't really do very much in flag football. You just kind of <laughs> get in the other kid's way, just kind of stand there and block them. So didn't really do much, but still had fun. And so it comes down to the last game. We're, we're down. We need the score. And, you know, when you're that age, it's not really about let's try and win all the games that we can. It's more about can we Can get I score? No, well, it's more about... I'm talking about from the coach's perspective. It's more about, can we get everybody involved? Oh, yeah. And they had let, I think they had let just about everybody be the quarterback at some point in the season. And so, you know, it's the last game, last play, pretty much. Little Brian's We're coming right down. Yeah, he's like, okay, who hasn't been coached this year? Raise your hand. Or who hasn't been quarterback this year? Raise your hand. So I raised my hand. I don't know if I was the only one or not, but he's like, all right, Gozer, you're the quarterback for this play. Just run it. And so I go in there, fourth quarter, we need a touchdown. It's all up to you. Snow's falling, and uh, hike the ball, and start running. And Put his head down. I mean, in my him. memory, in my memory, I, I juked some kids, uh-huh. maybe did a spin move or something. <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure it was just pretty much running straight forward. But nobody got my flags, so I got into the end zone. So that was pretty special. Yeah. Won the game there flag football so there's a lot of there's a lot of good sports memories yeah but this is one from from early on that i look back on pretty fondly oh so that's yeah. my my number 10 is scoring the winning touchdown in the football game well i didn't it didn't make my number 10 but or any of my 10s mm-hmm. uh but i have a lot of really fond memories of uh, sports, playing basketball in the rain with my siblings mm-hmm. in Puerto Rico, or <laughs> when we were in Honduras, we'd play soccer all the time with the kids in my youth group, and I was pretty good at defense. I was terrible at offense, but pretty much on any sport, I've been pretty good at defense, pretty terrible at offense, but <laughs> a lot of fun memories. Okay, so don't read too awful much in the ranking for my yeah. list, except for like the top, oh, three or so. Okay. Okay, so my number 10 is when I was 15 years old, 15 or 16, it was Valentine's Day, and when you're a little kid, Valentine's Day is no big deal because moms and parents bring cupcakes for the whole class or the teacher will. So, 
you know, it's something you look forward to. When you're a teenager and you're in high school, everybody's got their date if they're one of the cool kids. And if you're not, if you don't have a boyfriend, you're not cool. And you you kind of feel a little bit socially left out. (laughs) But when I was 15 or 16, on Valentine's Day, my dad showed up at the school I attended where my mom was also a teacher in one of the lower grades. And he brought roses for my mom. And while we were ooing and aahing over them, he brought out some roses for my sister and I as well. (laughs) And that was just really special to me. (laughs) It was just so thoughtful of him. It really touched my heart. And at that moment, I was just like, who cares? I don't need no doofus boyfriend. (laughs) Got a daddy who loves me. So that's my number 10. Okay. So, for my number nine, we've all had those those cool moments where we've you know, been a superhero, <laughs> had some fast reflexes, done something really cool. I've had a few. I'm seeing a trend in your memories. Oh, yeah. All the times you were doing <laughs> something great. This is just the first two, actually. <laughs> but, uh, you know, you have those dad moments oh, where yeah. the baby's dropping the, the pacifier and it rolls down your arm and you still snag it, stuff like that. But, uh... One, from when I was younger, uh, I think it was still when we were living in Japan, uh, but it might have been later after we moved back to the States, moved to Georgia. We were playing miniature golf, and I think it was probably everyone except for my dad. It was probably while he was at work during the day. And my brother Matt, fooling around, and really swung hard with his putter, like you're not supposed to do. You know, Mm -hmm. swinging like it was a driver or something, just fooling around. And slammed this golf ball. It hit the curb and flew into the air right for my mom's face. And I snatched it. And and in my memory, this is how it happened. You know, <laughs> time slows down. I snatch out my hand and just kind of hold the ball there in front of her face, like inches from her face. Mm-hmm. And, you know, saved her Eyes from wide, probably a broken nose or something. Yeah. And uh, I'm sure Matt got in trouble. After that one, for that one. And you got an uh, ice cream cone. Probably. (laughs) So that was one of my quick reflex moments. It's always really cool when that stuff happens. So, and, uh, you know, I don't remember anything else from from miniature golf games growing (laughs) up, really. Or, uh, you know, bowling or or things like that. I don't remember scores or anything like that. But I remember the time I saved my mom from that uh, flying (laughs) golf ball. So that's, that's my number nine. From certain death, or at least injury. That's right. All right, my number nine is from our honeymoon. We went to Gatlinburg, Tennessee, and mm. this is just kind of the whole two weeks that we were there. Yeah. It was <laughs> We had the most awesome honeymoon. Mm-hmm. So we had this awesome cabin. We Well, we stayed in two cabins, uh, and the, the second one was pretty good, but the first one was epic. It was decorated with antler horn antlers mm-hmm. for the chandelier and skin rug. yeah it had like this woodsy feel and it had a hot tub and Old it had table. this fantastic view overlooking the oh, mountains yeah, yep. and a valley and it was up in the pine trees mm-hmm. just a gorgeous view and then uh we had you had saved a bunch of money so that uh, if there was something that we wanted to buy on our honeymoon, mm-hmm. we could just go ahead and buy it. 
and that was kind of one of the things that you did to make it really special. And I loved it, you know, because growing up in a family of five, everywhere we went, it was, all right, make sure you order water at the restaurant and try to get one yeah, of the yeah. cheaper things on the menu. Mm-hmm. And and I understand that. Believe me, that, mm-hmm. I'm not dissing it. Uh, it's, it's very understandable. But it was wonderful <laughs> that on our honeymoon, if we wanted... So if we wanted the most expensive thing, because that's what we wanted, we could get it. If there was some souvenir somewhere that we wanted to get, you said, go ahead and get it. It's the honeymoon. So that was that was <laughs> our, I don't know, just a chance to feel kind of like a millionaire for a bit. And, uh, and then they had some really awesome stuff to do up in Gatlinburg. I know they had blacklight mini golf. Mm-hmm. And I remember they played Octopus's Garden in the background. <laughs> Beatles um, song. Yeah. And then there was a mirror maze that we went through. And I remember uh, at first we started out holding hands while we went through there. <laughs> and then uh, I let go of you for a little bit. Yeah. And then I turned around and I was talking to you and you were answering back. And I reached out to take your hand again and I touched cold glass. And oh, the shivers that went through me. (laughs) So that was pretty awesome. Mm -hmm. And uh, just, it was a wonderful two weeks. So that's my number nine, our honeymoon in Gatlinburg. That's a good one. All right. So for my number eight, it's a family vacation that we got to take. Actually, two family vacations. We got to go to Hawaii twice. So uh, we were in Japan the first, uh, first time, and we got to go to Hawaii for my parents' 10th anniversary, 10th wedding anniversary. Uh, later, we went back to Japan and, again, got to go to Hawaii for their 20th wedding anniversary. And both of those times got to fly for free military flights, uh, which was the only way we were able to afford doing something like that. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was really neat, though, uh, to be able to go and... Uh, you know, go snorkeling there on with the reefs and snorkeling uh, with the or tropical you, fish. Oh, I was thinking of your story where you went with the oh, manta yeah. rays. Did I tell that on the podcast? Yeah, on okay. a previous episode. Yeah, that was while we were in Hawaii uh, the second time, and uh, going to you know going to some things like the Polynesian Cultural Center, which is really cool. Uh, almost like a living museum kind of thing. If you've been to uh, some of those things where there's people that come and they'll dress up in their oh. uh, traditional tribal uh, garb hmm. and they'll show different things like how they're able to quickly climb up trees and just learn oh, about that their culture. Really cool. Go to a luau, to, you know, have a feast while they're, while they do a show. Did they have a pig roasting you? over a fire pit I believe they with did. an apple in its mouth? I want to say yes. Oh, that's so awesome. <laughs> so, yeah, it was it was really cool just to um, you know be there, tropical island, you know, kind of a a really rare thing. Yeah, an expensive sort of get expensive the whole experience vacation too. that we're able to do for for cheap. So, yep, definitely look back fondly at at those vacations. That was really neat to go to Hawaii. So that's my number eight. Okay, my number eight is uh, overall, you know. All the fun things that we do together. We just have a lot of fun. You're my best friend. Mm -hmm. And just about anything that we do together is fun. But one thing in particular sticks out to me as something that's fun. Okay. A bit of fun that I had at your expense 
is uh, uh when, exactly how did you guess is that really it that is it actually how is that on your top 10 <laughs> memory <laughs> one time in particular it's in this apartment uh, that we're in right now wow. here in mobile and you were coming down the hallway back towards our bedroom and i popped out from behind the door at you and like really saw you jump and then you got all mock mad and and you were all oh man i can't believe you got the better of me and it was just Telling a pretty glorious moment safe in my own house <laughs> i make that mistake again <laughs> yes you have you do it all the time <laughs> i'm just waiting for you to feel safe again i see so that's my number eight nice all right so i lived in uh, Japan, came back to the States, lived in Georgia and Florida, so we're down south. And one of the really good times I remember having when we lived in Florida was going out and playing football with my brother and the neighbors. Uh, so there were two boys about our age next door, and then me and my brother, about the same age, he's three years younger. And so we would we'd just go out and we'd play football for hours. We'd do two-on-two. And just go back and forth in our yards that we shared. And, you know, we'd have amazing plays, throw amazing throws, and uh, make diving catches, and, you know, tip the ball to ourselves and catch it, things like that. I mean, we we played a lot. We wore a hole, uh, well, uh, I guess a hole, into the grass in the yard. There's a big dirt pit in the center of the yard. (laughs) From where you hiked the ball? No, just from running back and forth so much. It was big, like maybe 15 feet across, wow. something like that, this big dirt patch. It wasn't a hole. It was a patch, really. Um, and so my dad a had some fun trying to grow grass back there, and we weren't allowed to – we were supposed to stay away from that part in the yard for <laughs> for a bit. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, that was a lot of fun doing two-on-two. Two. We did uh, we did uh, some games with Megan, my sister, and uh, got her playing with us do some and do. she's actually really good at football yeah, now that's why all those times we got to play uh sometimes play with with dad out there in the yard so yeah those football games out in the yard those hot florida days that was a lot of fun i look i look back on those those times fondly so that was my number seven football in the yard yeah it actually does sound like the times that we'd go play basketball in the rain except it was nicer playing it in the rain because it wasn't all hot and sticky. <laughs> right. Yep. Yep. And we did other sports too, like wiffle ball, things yeah. like that. And that was fun too. You're a wiffle. Thanks. My number eight is the times that my family would go to this resort called Westgate down in Florida. Mm, yeah. So my parents had a timeshare time at this resort and every... I don't know, several years when we were in the States on deputation or furlough, then we would once a year go to this resort and spend a week or two there. And I just loved every single minute of it. So they had miniature golf, they had swimming pools, they had arcade games and shuffleboard and tennis courts and bicycles and paddle boats. And that's not counting all of the theme parks that are there in Orlando for you to go to. Mm-hmm. So we would always just have a big blast. And then uh, they 
just about every room had a TV, which growing up, we only had one TV. So then for everybody to have their own TV was pretty <laughs> liberating and pretty exhilarating. Luxurious. Yeah, so we could watch the Saturday morning cartoons and <laughs> all the dumb weekday cartoons, which there's a reason they're only shown during the week is because they're not popular enough. But I mean, hey, we got to fill up on cartoons all the same and it was just fun. <laughs> nice. So yeah, just Westgate in general, all the different things that we would do at at those at that resort golden golden days nice all right for my number six i chose a time when we were back in japan so went to japan first time we were there for a few years came back georgia florida went back to japan when i was in high school and there's a bunch of things very memorable um, spending time with uh, missionary friends there and going to different uh, shopping malls and different parks, really amazing parks in Japan, a whole bunch of different things. Um, but I, I will actually put for my number six is going to the mountains in Japan. Mm. Uh, so uh, skiing was really fun. Uh, learned to ski, tried to snowboard once, and that didn't work out so well. <laughs> so I stuck with skiing most of the time. Uh, we, we'd go as a church youth group activity. That was our favorite youth group activity, uh, go with my siblings, go with, go with the family a couple of times, uh, you know, get up there, ride up the, the lift up the mountain, beautiful, beautiful mountain. I bet. And ski down and have a lot of fun doing that. And then for lunch, go into the ski lodge and have an amazing lunch. Uh, so if you've had cup noodles, you know what ramen is, or, you know, you, those little packaged ramen. Mm-hmm. Uh, that they sell for a quarter. Well, we had that, but the real stuff that, that that's based off of. That's not real ramen. Real ramen comes in a giant bowl with real noodles, big pieces of meat. Mm. Uh, it was amazing, especially when you're cold. Nice big hot bowl of soup. And you've just been hiking for a while or right, doing right. physical exercise. Yep, yep. So, ton of fun uh, to go skiing. And then also another trip uh, is actually for my senior trip. After graduating high school, got to go climb Mount Fuji, which was uh, pretty physically demanding. I think we we got up, I don't know, four or five in the morning, took a bus, drove halfway up Mount Fuji, climbed to the top, climbed down, took the bus back to the hotel there in Tokyo, and that was you know five in the morning, I think, to ten at night, something like wow. that. All that it was, it was a lot, but it was a good trip. It was me and my dad. And a friend, Chris Hively, from our church, and uh, you know, got to climb to the top. It was cloudy that day, so we didn't get a real great view. But uh, still, the uh, just climbing up, going to each station, yeah. and got some neat souvenirs from there. You've got a walking stick that's mm -hmm. stamped from yep. different stations. Yep, got to play Legend of Zelda at the top of Mount Fuji. Which uh, so which game? It was, I think, Link to the Past. Is that the Super Nintendo one? I, I was, guess. I was playing it on the Game Boy. So. Okay. Yep. So a little, little geek cred there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yep. So uh, Japan, tons of memories, but I'll say going to the mountains. So Japan for my, is that my number six? Yeah. All right. What's your number five? Or your number six, actually. All right, my number six. So my parents are missionaries, and when we came to the States, we would often, 
while we would go on furlough and go visit all of our churches across the states, which means road trips, lots <laughs> and lots of road trips. And then since it gets expensive to stay in hotels, uh, camping is ultimately cheaper if you have the gear for it, and we did. Mm -hmm. So we did a lot of road trips and camping, and that's what this one is. <laughs> Uh, just in general, I have a lot of memories. I remember we went to Mount Rushmore and woke mm. up in the morning and uh, there were a, there was a herd of horses that would run past the camp each morning. Uh, I remember one night where my dad got up in the middle of the night and started pounding tent stakes in uh, so that he could stretch a tarp over the tent because the rain tarp or whatever mm -hmm. that came with the tent was leaky and so we had a special tarp that we would stretch over it <laughs> only th that thing would really crackle and mm. and make sounds at any slight little gu gust of wind yeah so that was always really loud and then i remember the the person in the camping lot next to us waking up the next morning is like so, did you get those tent stakes pounded in last night? <laughs> I still tease my dad about that. Nice. And um, I remember another time, my sister and I, uh, we had our own tent, and one night we were just really giddy and, and laughing to ourselves, and we were singing a VeggieTales song. Uh, it's the God is Bigger Than the Boogeyman, and it starts out, uh, there was something big and hairy casting shadows on the wall. And right as we sang that part, my mom came up and cast a shadow on the wall of the tent. And we just cracked up. Wow. And she asked us, what's so funny? And we just couldn't tell her. So, Mom, now you know why we were laughing so hard. <laughs> it was at your expense. But, uh, so fun things like that. I remember we sang in the car a lot. Uh, we ate a lot of fast food. I remember my dad <laughs> driving through storms, which, uh, in really bad storms. And, uh, of course, being in the driver's seat, that is no fun. But as a kid, it's pretty cool watching all the rain just come pouring down and you can't <laughs> see more than a foot from outside the car. <laughs> so just, a lot of really great memories doing road trips. So uh, I wouldn't mind doing that sometime with you. And I wouldn't even mind camping. Hmm. There's a lot of really, there's a lot of fun to be had in camping, I think. Yeah, I have good camping memories. Yeah. We didn't do it a whole, whole lot growing up, but it was pretty fun. I don't we share the antagonism couple. toward it that that uh, Jim comedian, Gaffigan. yeah, Gaffin, right. Gaffigan has. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we've. Uh, you said you'd like to do a road trip. We've done a couple road trips already together. Yeah, but we haven't gone belt. camping. No, we haven't gone camping. And and most places, I don't think we've done anywhere yet where we can't reach it in one day, one day of driving. Yeah, we did. So uh, this this last trip, California up to Washington State. I suppose. I don't know. I don't really count that as much. Since we had a lot of flying and we were stopping several days at different places. I don't know. Hmm. Well, I guess we just know too many people along our paths. I know. If only we knew fewer people. Big long road trip being on the road all the day. If only we weren't so popular. Huh. It's rough. Stardom is rough. 
Hmm. But it's worth Interesting. it. Hmm. Interesting. I say it again. <laughs> What's All your right. five? So my number five. So after Japan, moved back to the States and almost immediately went off to college. Moved to college in Florida, Pensacola Christian College, Pensacola, Florida. That's where met Melissa, met a bunch of friends that I still have today. And so all of those, those could be, those could be top, top 10 memories for sure. Mm -hmm. You know, getting engaged, that kind of thing. Right. And uh, outings we went on together. But I picked one that for the sheer exhilaration, I don't know if there was anything that topped it in college. And that is dodgeball nights. So you might remember uh, a couple different nights. During the summer? Nope. I think they're both during the semester. The ones that I'm thinking about. So the first one... Was it co-ed? The first one was uh, we were watching okay. Dodgeball. Oh, and that was yeah. co-ed. It was co-ed. And so, you know, a lot of the, uh, you know, a lot of the guys out there, big athletic guys, you know, uh, football players the and, girls and got, such. Yeah, and the girls got picked off pretty easily. A lot of them did. A lot of yeah. them did. But actually, that's the... The best part of that I was know. there was uh, one girl, Heidi. Yeah, it was on uh, her. Heidi That's Moeller. what everybody called her, yeah. Well, that was her name. Oh, yeah. it was? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it said, yeah, it said it on the back of her on the back of her shirt so you knew what her name was. And uh, she, I don't think we noticed her at first. She liked to play on the sides. She was pretty smart and, you know, didn't get taken out at the very beginning when there's a whole bunch of people there mm-hmm. on the floor. And then eventually... There were a few enough people that uh, started noticing that, you know, she was she was getting people out. She was getting uh-huh. guys out on the other side. She was catching balls that people were throwing at her. Yeah. And, and nobody could no get her out. Right. She was playing really well. And at some point, people started noticing and started cheering for her. Yeah. And just kind of, it would, it would go a little bit quieter. And then she would catch a ball and get someone out and... Every, it would just erupt in cheers. It was just electrifying. Yeah, since it did say Heidi on her, uh, she was wearing a jersey, and it said Heidi on the back, and because of that, people eventually the whole stadium was chanting, Heidi, Yeah, Heidi. I know, everybody wanted her to win. It was pretty amazing, and so that was really exhilarating, uh, you know, just uh, seeing someone that, um, she might have been an underdog, because there's all those... All those athletes out there. I think she, I found out later she did play basketball or volleyball or something for okay. the college. So she was an athlete too, but Still. Nobody, we didn't know who she was yeah. at the time. So that was really exciting. And then the other time I was actually playing dodgeball. They had a, a intramural competition. It was all the different fraternities and sororities played, or it might've just been the fraternities playing dodgeball against each other. And so... Our, our uh, fraternity, we called them collegians. Our collegian was not the most athletic uh, collegian. <laughs> we were, when I got there as a student, as a freshman, we were probably the most athletic. And by the time I left, we were the le- definitely the least athletic. That's not my fault. Don't blame <laughs> me. But uh, that's, that's how it was. Anyway, this was, I don't know, sophomore, junior year. So we weren't super athletic anymore. But we had some, had some good players. And uh, we were going against our hated rivals, uh, Beta Psi Jaguars, we're the Delta Chi Knights, and we're out there playing dodgeball, and we were getting beat. 
we were getting beat, it was pretty obvious we were going to lose. However, both this game and the last one I was talking about that we're that we were just spectating at was set in a basketball stadium. It was in our our college basketball stadium, uh, which was great because you know you had the stadium seating, so everybody's in there watching. Well, you also had the basketball hoops, and they left those down. And they had the additional rule of if you could hit a basket, and uh, the way it's set up, you would have had to hit like a half court basket for this to happen. But if you could hit a basket, your entire team could come back in. So, uh, you know, most of us were out. I got out really quickly. And we were down to just a few people. It's looking pretty hopeless. And one of the guys, I remember his first name was Matt. I don't remember his last name anymore. But Matt was out there. I don't think he played any sports for us. Uh, I don't know that he was a super athletic guy, but he was taking the shot. He's trying to make that basketball shot. He took a couple, didn't make it. It's down to just a few of us left, and he sinks a shot from half court. And just our, yeah, I'm sure the stadium erupted, but all I heard was our team and me included just yelling and (laughs) just erupted and (laughs) leaped back out on the court and demolished the other team. It was amazing. That was one of my best, best sports memories. Uh, Sweet. (laughs) Yeah. Very exhilarating. That was, that was a ton of fun. I think we lost on the second game after that. It was a tournament and we got knocked out after that, but. For that moment, we were the yeah. only ones to hit a, a shot that night, and uh, that was pretty special. It was epic. It was pretty amazing. Nice. So that's my number five, dodgeball in college. A lot of other good college memories. Yeah. Okay, my number five is, uh, so I talked about furlough, camping, road trips. Well, along the way, our family liked to visit national parks. You know, if you're in the area, why not? And we had a national parks pass that would uh, make it cheaper for us to visit them. And so I remember there was this one, I I don't even remember the name of the the park, but it was to go see some waterfall. And we were up Mm. in the mountains, and Uh, there was a boardwalk where you could see the waterfall from a distance. And it was really pretty. Then, if you wanted, you could go down the boardwalk. Uh, I think we had walked part of the way, and uh, we were at a point where if you walked up or down, uh, it would take you towards the waterfall, just two different routes. Or you could go back the way you went to the parking lot. Uh, And so my dad and I wanted to continue the hike. You know, we've been cramped and cooped up in the car and this was a chance to get out it was a beautiful day up in the mountains and we were ready for some good hiking my sister and my mom wanted to just get back in the car and keep going and we did have a bit of a deadline to make make it to a church <laughs> and that w- w- my dad was going to preach at that night and so uh we only had a certain number of hours and if we left right then we'd probably make it with a couple of hours to spare. Uh, but my my dad and I thought, you know, I mean, I, you know, we could just hike for half an hour and then come back to the car and it'll be fine. So, you know, it was a split vote, two against two. My dad said, okay, here's how we're going to decide this. We're going to do it. We're going to decide <laughs> which way we go with a coin toss. Heads or tails, we head on towards the waterfall. 
And if the coin lands on its edge, we'll go back to the car. (laughs) Which was his way of saying, yeah, we're going to go on to the waterfall. But, you know, he's, he's grinning real big the whole time he said it. And he flipped a coin, and wouldn't you know it, it landed on its edge because it got stuck in a crack between two of the planks in the boardwalk. <laughs> there was a guy that had been listening and watching to the whole thing, and he just cracked up <laughs> laughing. My dad and I just stared aghast at the coin. <laughs> and <laughs> we're like, can't we free flip it? And Melody and Mom, of course, are whooping and hollering and saying, all right, you got to hold to it. Mm-hmm. So... That was just really awesome. I do wish we had gone on to the waterfall, but I don't mind that we didn't just because that was <laughs> that was just a, a once one in a million chance that that could have happened. So that is my number five. That's great. All right. My number four is while I was in college back home for Christmas or summer break, one of the two, and it was a late night. Stayed up late, me, my sister Lindsay, my brother Matt, other sister Megan, and we were playing Dutch Blitz. Oh, yes. A very fast card game where you're you're trying to move cards from your hand into different piles, and you're all trying to go into the same piles, so very fast. And the game is fun, it's good, but I think there was something that night that made it even better. I think it might have been partly because it was so late. It was everything's uh, better late at night. Yeah, it was it was after midnight, it's probably one in the morning. And you know, we're we're giggling, we're a little bit delirious and playing these games. I had my laptop out and I was keeping an Excel spreadsheet of all of our scores and had a little graph that was showing us our scores go up and down. Nerd. Yeah. And uh, I was actually playing well that night, as I recall. Yeah, I, I I was the fourth best player usually, um, but I stayed competitive that night. So had a lot of fun with that game, and then we sneaked out. We we got the munchies, the you know middle of the night, but got the munchies. So we sneaked out. Uh, my mom was asleep in the living room, and the living room and kitchen were connected in this house uh, with no wall between. It. it was just an island between them. So we're we're sneaking out into the kitchen we're trying to be quiet and of course you know you're trying to be quiet so you're making noise and you're giggling and then you're yeah because it's late at night and you're making noise when you're trying not to you're giggling and we got i remember uh, these pigs in a blanket that were left over from must have been left over from dinner or lunch and oh man those were just so amazing for some reason as leftovers in the middle of the night and so we're we're eating these pigs in the blanket and we're we're giggling and and we go back and we play some more, and that was that was so much fun. That was uh, we've we've done other things similar to that. We've had other good good sibling memories, but uh, that one that one stands, I think, head and shoulders above above the others uh, to the point where we've joked about. Uh, I think we joked that night actually that we would have to do it again when we're all older. We're all married. We would all get together. We would all go down, you know, to sleep normally, and then sneak out of our of our rooms. Leave the spouses alone. Leave our spouses asleep in bed, and sneak down and and play some late night Dutch Blitz. 
So <laughs> we'll see if we ever do that. I think we actually might have an opportunity to do that at Christmas. So I don't, I don't know if we actually will or not. <laughs> but uh, that was a really good memory for me. So that's my number four, playing Dutch Blitz late at night with my siblings. Well, my number four has to do with a game as well. Okay. So there's this game that Brian and I both like. It's called Cosmic Encounter. <laughs> and it's a game in which everyone's an alien race and you're trying to take over the universe. And this is just all of the times that we've played this game because there are so many crazy things that can happen. There's a lot of negotiation. There's bluffing. There's attacking. There's people making alliances and then breaking those alliances. <laughs> and uh, there's one time in particular that stands out to me where we went to the Dice Tower convention last year and there was uh, an attack going on and it turned out that the attacker and the defender had played the exact same card. It was a very rare card. And they both happened to have it, and they played it. And so when that happened, it turned out that everybody in the war just died. Right. There the was no is, winner. Yeah, because it's a card that co basically copies the other player's card. And so if you play two cards that copy each other, you, know, you can't really do anything with that. And so the rule of the game is everybody, everybody explodes. Yeah, yeah. Everybody dies. <laughs> and I remember just the whole table erupted. And that was, you talk about electrifying moments. It was, it was one of those things where, the, you know, everybody in the game had sided with one, one side or the mm -hmm. other. And we were waiting to see, it looks like it was going to be a close battle, who was going to win. And then it turned out nobody won. Mm -hmm. So that was exciting. But also just all the times that, uh, uh, there have been, uh, betrayals. You've told somebody, oh yeah, yeah, I'll... I'll help you out in this battle, or I'll I'll negotiate and not attack you, and then of course you've you've just been bluffing and <laughs> and they got suckered into it. Uh, those are great. Even when it happens to me, it's pretty great. I love it in that game, and just the surprise victories and defeats that can happen. Anything can happen in that game. You could be losing and then suddenly win. <laughs> so that is my number five cosmic. Uh, my number four, all of the Cosmic Encounter games that we've played. Okay. My number three is one you've already mentioned, actually. I'm kind of surprised it wasn't higher on your list, but it was our honeymoon. So, you know, after college, we were uh, both stayed at the college to work and then got married, uh, I think about nine months after we graduated, something like that, and or six months later. Yeah. And I uh, got to go on honeymoon, like you said, to Gatlinburg, Tennessee. And yeah, the whole trip was just a ton of fun. Yeah. Uh, some of the things you didn't mention that I I uh, really fondly look back at were the dinner show we went to. Oh, Lumberjack the Lumberjack show. feud. That was cool. They, yeah, Lumberjack competition. So they were you know, chopping logs in competition or sawing logs. Uh, Throwing axes. Yep, climbing up uh, trees real quickly. And so, yeah, that was a bunch of fun. Also, uh, just walking around the different shops. Yeah, that was uh, fun. Ice cream shop and things like that. Getting, getting a funnel snacks. cake. And... Mm -hmm. um, and uh, one that I really, really liked was there's a used bookstore in a nearby town, Pigeon wow. Forge. 
And, uh, you know, you go into the store, it looks like a normal Books a Million or Barnes and Noble type store. Um, but then they have, you know, big sign, used books downstairs. And so you go downstairs and just this big, it's this enormous, yeah. unsorted stacks and stacks of used books. Um, you know, as big as the store was upstairs, the same right. size again downstairs of used books and for a good price. And so we just spent, I don't know, it must have been a couple hours. Yeah. Just walking slowly through, finding books. And we, we came up with a good size box good number, yeah. that we <laughs> ended up taking home. So, yeah, wow, that might I didn't be realize my. realize that was so much fun for you. Yep, yep, that was, that was great. So, uh, yep, our honeymoon, like if we were just ranking these as far as favorites, yeah, that might be my number one. Well, just going chronologically here, so it's my number. You were surprised it was it wasn't higher. Uh, if you'll recall at the beginning, I said don't read too much into the yeah, ranking, yeah. except for like the top three are really uh, probably my favorite. But favorites. that wasn't your, one in your top three. Wah, wah, wah. But it could have been four. <laughs> anyway, so my number three is uh, after I took the pregnancy test and found out I was pregnant with Lydia. <laughs> That's exciting. And, uh, you know, I told Brian and he got all happy and excited. And, and so that's, you know, it's it's neat knowing that you're you're pregnant and so forth. But it's not real until, it wasn't real per se, uh, until I went to the doctor uh, at eight weeks, six or eight weeks pregnant, mm -hmm. and uh, they did an ultrasound, which is where they check to see if they can hear the baby's heartbeat. And I heard, not only did I hear the baby's heartbeat, but they put it up and I could see it on the screen, <laughs> the little heart beating. <laughs> and I just can't really describe what that was like to know all of a sudden that I'm pregnant, and there's this little life inside of me, and I can see it. I can see his little heart beating, and I just, it just, it was a really tender moment. And I just felt so in awe that all, really, <laughs> it came into me that I am a mother now. <laughs> so that was my, that's my number three, seeing Lydia's heartbeat on the ultrasound for the first time. <laughs> nice. All right, for my number two, so after we've been married, we I, we took that honeymoon. I'm not sure how many vacations we took uh, there the first few years. I don't think we took too many, but one that we did take was a trip up to uh, see the Creation Museum in Kentucky, yeah. Ohio. And I think we've only remember, been we, once. Yeah, I'm trying to remember if we did anything else while we're up there. I don't think we. We went and visited plan. your family, and then we went well, to a wedding. while we were up there. Oh, I mean, okay. And I guess we, we saw some things along the way. We went to the Louisville Slugger Museum. Yeah, that was and, neat. Uh, but then came back down to Pensacola, or came back down to Louisiana to stay with my family just for a short time, and then we went over to Dallas the next day for a wedding. And we've been to a bunch of weddings, and they've all been good. So if you're listening to this, we went to your wedding. <laughs> Nothing against your wedding. It was a beautiful wedding, and we love being there for you. Uh, but there is this special. This wedding was a little bit, was kind of special. Uh, so uh, you know, we were able to go to these friends that we had from college, 
uh, that we had hung out with. And they're really fun friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the Johnsons. And we had got, so we got to go over to their wedding. Not a lot of people could make it. Uh, as far as old college friends go, I think there were, there's uh, maybe one person other than the people that were in the, yeah, Alex. In the wedding. Well, Alex was in the wedding. Okay. And uh, Stephanie was in the wedding. Oh, that's right. Um, but then Sean was not. He was there watching it with us. And so it was It was kind of a smaller, uh, more intimate wedding. So that was kind of neat. Uh, they they had uh, some fun, fun afterwards in the reception. Uh, we got to be there for that. And then afterward, we were going to be back in Pensacola before they were. So we offered to take their things back. I so had would forgotten have, about this. So they'd have some fewer things. So we went over with them after their wedding to uh, her mom's house, her mom and dad's house. Yeah. And hung out with them uh, for a while and just uh, had had fun you know, talking about different things. I, I think we gave them a gift, that. our wedding gift there. Or, or no, they opened their gifts there. Yeah. And, and so they... They opened ours and it was the recipe book, right? And really liked it before they even, you know. And we're like, "Oh, what a nice gift from the Cozers! It be- must be great." Be- well, it was before they realized it was from us. Oh yeah. So. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, and so, uh, so that was really neat to be able to, you know, go to this smaller wedding, and then so we really got to spend time with them uh, there at the wedding, and then afterward, um, and then help them out by by driving some of their stuff mm-hmm. back. Which that, that was a bad idea to drive back that night. That is the most tired I've ever been while mm-hmm. driving. You went to sleep in the passenger seat and it was probably the last half hour or uh, so. I was just pinching myself. You should have woken me up. I know. Just uh, just really, really trying hard to stay awake. That was, that was really bad. I've never <laughs> driven that tired before yeah. since. And, uh, if we're ever like that, we need to just wake the other person yeah. up and... Have them help us yeah. do it. Well, we had to drive again. We had another seven hours of driving the next day. Yeah. And I wanted you to be fresh for that. So yeah. that was why I didn't. But that made it very memorable as well. So <laughs> <laughs> that was, that's my number two. Going All to the, right. the Johnson's wedding. Yeah, that was and, a good wedding. Uh, yeah, getting to hang out with them afterwards and the drive back after. <laughs> so, all right. So what's your number two? Okay, so my number two is from when we were in college. Okay. I think this is my first, yeah, my first college memory that I put on here. Like you said, a lot of great memories from college. Mm -hmm. But this one is my favorite. Cracks me up every time I think about it. I think I might know it. I don't think you do. Okay, go for it. But who knows, maybe you do know which one I'm talking about. So, in the dining hall... We had two separate dining halls at college, and one of them was really big. It was called the Four Winds, and they had these milk dispensers uh, in <laughs> spread throughout the common the hall. This is your number one. No, this memory. is my number two. Number two memory of your life, honey. This is great. <laughs> so, <laughs> so there was one time where Brian and I. This is after we started dating, and we were sitting by this milk dispenser, and uh, people would come up and they get milk. Well, uh, one of the dispensers was chocolate milk, <laughs> and 
It just so happened that this time it was empty. And I think it was empty all throughout the whole dining hall. Because we'd already checked all the other milk dispensers and discovered there was no chocolate milk. Mm -hmm. And finally we just settled down and hoped that maybe somebody would come by and add more chocolate milk. But it was hilarious watching people come up and try the chocolate milk dispenser with hopeful looks on their faces and then get all disappointed and walk away dejectedly. And it was funny because we had felt the same way. And it just got funnier with each person until finally there was this college student came up, tried it, and when there was no milk that came out... Got such a dejected look of look on his face and put a hand up to touch the chocolate milk sign. And uh, it just cracked us up watching him. And, of course, we were trying, to, try, <laughs> trying not to uh, laugh too loudly to guffaw because he's right there. That's my yeah, number two memory. Yeah, the look on his face was pretty good. Yeah. He, he just looks so dejected, yeah. so forlorn and hopeless. <laughs> Wow. I still can't believe that's your number two of all time. More than our honeymoon. I Like I said, More these are the ones that really honey. They make me laugh. Interesting. All right. So I, I cherish the, the memories of our honeymoon, but this one just makes me laugh every time I think of it. On to the number ones. And mine, like I said, just chronological, so this is the most recent, but it's one you've already mentioned, actually. And it was at the milk dispenser, isn't it? <laughs> it was at at uh, the board game convention we got to ah. go to Dice Tower Con. So I don't know if you mentioned exactly what it was or really explained about it, but oh no, I didn't talk so, about it. So uh, there was or there is a board game convention in Orlando every year called the Dice Tower Convention, uh, and there's a there's a bunch of different board game conventions. That's the only one we've been able to go to so far, uh, but uh, we went before Lydia was born. And we got to got to do a couple other things in Orlando, but that was the main thing we were there for. We stayed in a hotel, and the convention was there in the conference rooms or the convention rooms that they had there. And they had a big game library. You could go check out games. Oh, my goodness. It was so awesome so to look we, at all those games. Yeah. <laughs> so we got to play a bunch of new games. Uh, these are mostly, uh, like we mentioned on a previous episode, a lot of modern board games. Designer board games. Uh, right, last 20 years, mostly the last 10 years. And so we, we played with a bunch of new people. We got to uh, play that, that Cosmic Encounter game that you mentioned, which was actually what I was going to mention, but I'll talk a little bit more about the other stuff since you already talked about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, got to play with a, a board game reviewer that we uh, had corresponded with a little bit previously, and... Uh, we had supported their uh, podcast or their uh, their uh, review company, and so as a as a thank you, we got to play a game with him. Uh, we got to uh, meet a bunch of people and play games with them. Uh, but another thing that was really memorable is a tournament that we played oh, in yes. a pitch car tournament. So if you haven't played pitch car, it's a really simple game. Everybody gets a little wooden disc with a race car etched on it and you put it down onto this wooden track that goes uh, in a loop Uh, it can be just in a circle 
or it can be a little bit more uh, elaborate elaborate than that. Uh, there's it can have jumps, jumps, and, and tight curves, right? Curves and things, and all you're doing is everybody takes turns, and on your turn you flick your little disc across, and then it's the next person's turn. And that's all. It's really simple. You're just trying to get across the finish line first, right? But it's a lot of fun because it's really easy to go off the track. If you go off the track, you come back to where you went off, and so you're trying to uh, be somewhat safe and stay on the track but still be daring in some spots you can jump ahead of people sometimes you're trying to be safe so you just you don't want to put too much force behind your flick and you just end up giving it this little stupid tap and your your disc doesn't even move (laughs) that does happen sometimes and uh there was some so that was a lot of fun we we played in a real big game of it i think there were there were like 20 people yeah maybe 20 people which is really huge. It's usually, it's usually like a four-player game, yeah. I think, maybe eight-player, something like that. But yeah, twenty people or more. Uh, it was it was run by uh, one of the the big uh, big names there, um, Tom Vassell. And uh, so at one point, I was in third place. Mm-hmm. I, I had I had made a few nice shots, played conservatively, and I think I was in like fourth or fifth. Yeah, we yeah. were both up there, and. Uh, both blew it eventually, but uh, it was, you know it was really fun <laughs> being up there in, in the front for a little bit. And uh, there was one boy, the boy that actually ended up winning, was this. He was maybe ten years old, yeah, at the most. just a kid. And he, at first, he was just trying to knock people off. I think because you know you can flick your disc and knock other people's discs off. And I think he was just trying to do that at first, but he made a few really nice shots where he flicked yeah. it really hard. And instead of going off track, somehow managed to stay on. By dumb luck, I guess. I guess. Well, I might have had some skill. skill. I'll give him the skill. Uh, Benefit of a doubt that it wasn't just random flicking. (laughs) I mean, he ended up beating everybody. I know. uh, And that was pretty neat that, you know, we're all, everybody else, I think there's one other kid and he didn't do so well. And the rest of us were all adults and, you know, young kid out there making his parents proud. Yeah. Beating all the adults in the. In the flicking game, so it was just it was a ton of fun. You can actually uh, go watch it on YouTube. Maybe I'll post a link to it, so you can at least see what the game was like. I don't think you'll want to sit probably there for not a, too exciting to watch an hour and watch all of it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's but, a very fun game to play. It was a ton of fun, and it was probably the biggest track we'll ever play on because it's expensive. Sure. And this one was many many sets combined yeah. to make a track that big for all those people. So. That's got probably a once in a lifetime thing. Pretty memorable. Till the next time that we Quite go to the Dice Tower Convention. That's right. All right, so that's my number one. Wow, more than our honeymoon. Mine was chronological. I don't want to hear it. Hmm. So my number one actually is time spent with you. Specifically, <laughs> there's. Uh, We've done this a couple nights, but there was one time in particular where we were in bed, we were lying awake, and we were talking about hymn titles, and <laughs> somehow it came up. Oh, yeah. One, I think it might have been you that said suggested adding banana in place of a noun in, in hymn titles, and that just got so funny. You yeah, know, so anything's funny, really funny late at night, but then yeah. think of a... A hymn title, uh, Banana Hymn of the Republic. (laughs) (laughs) 
We're Battle Banana of the Republic. Yeah. Battle him of the banana. <laughs> what banana is this? <laughs> <laughs> it came some... upon a banana clear. <laughs> Just every t- every really him, yeah, that we came up with. <laughs> Dare to be a banana. <laughs> <laughs> She's yeah. making us laugh so much. That was really That fun. is my number one memory. Oh, wow. Crazy. Putting That's banana in him titles. Wow. Very nice. So, yeah, those are all really great memories. And, of course, there's a bunch of other things that I didn't get into. But mm-hmm. those are the ones that uh, always stir my heart every time I think of them. <laughs> yeah. And I, I had, obviously, there's a, a ton of things we that I could have mentioned. But I think that was a pretty good representative sample of different times in the life and times in my life and yeah those are all pretty fond memories so unless you had anything else go ahead and tell them about yeah where they can contact us tell us uh, if any of our memories made you laugh and tell us maybe what what's your favorite memory and why is it not someone that couldn't get chocolate milk. <laughs> uh, you can email us, tto at coser.us. You can go to our website, tto.coser.us. Add the slash 19 to go right to the memories episode page. And uh, we'll have any, uh, we'll have our lists and any notes. Oh, Just have the that YouTube video link yeah. that I mentioned. And then join us next time. We'll be doing our top 10 fictional creatures and we'll have a special guest so come back then find out who it is see who it is our first guest all right so until next time i'm brian kozer i'm melissa kozer and you've been listening to 10 to 1This is my father's banana. Joyful, joyful, we adore banana. I love to tell the banana. It is well with my banana. Banana of our fathers. (laughs) A mighty fortress is our (laughs) banana. Oh, holy banana. (laughs) Oh, come, oh, come, banana. (laughs) Sound the battle, banana. No, sound the banana cry. (laughs) A shelter in the time of banana. Hallelujah, what a banana. (laughs) The solid banana. (laughs) Revive us, banana. (laughs) Guide me, O thou great banana. And can it banana? (laughs) 